0: hello my rebels today i have a heart to heart with david menzies who just yesterday was arrested and assaulted by the rcmp for daring to ask a question of christia freeland we've got the videotape to show it which is why i really want you to have video access to this podcast go to rebelnewsplus.com subscribe it's eight bucks a month you get my show every week night and like i say it's the video version of this podcast you've got to see this with your own eyes all right here's today's show Tonight, David Menzies asks an uncomfortable question of Christia Freeland. So he's arrested and assaulted. It's January 9th. This is The Extraordinary Shame on you, you censorious bug. I'm not sure if you saw the news. More than 10 million people have... It's one of the most viral videos we've ever made. Our friend David Menzies was trying to do a report on Christia Freeland and why the government of Canada refuses to identify the Islamic Republican Guard Corps as a terrorist group, which it obviously is. David went to a vigil for an commercial airliner shot down by that terrorist group. And he bumped into Christia Freeland and thought he'd ask her a few questions. Here's how that went down.
1: Ms. Freeland, how come the IRDC is not a terrorist group? Why is your government supporting islamo mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Hey, what media? Me. You? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're under arrest for assault. You're you under arrest for assault. You're under arrest for assault. What police you're, you're under, under arrest how am i under arrest? you bumped into me you pushed into you, me you bumped, i was just scrubbing i've got my credentials here and you just bumped into me so police, me. you're under arrest. what is your name, in, you in, your I'm is your name in your bag what is your name in your so bag you've been told you're under arrest why am i under arrest he 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 brought my way I was just screaming, uh, Christian Freeman I'm a police officer. You're under arrest. What I is your name and your badge? You I'm assaulting a police officer. How is that possible? Okay, you because... You assaulted me three years ago when Blackface was very aggressive traffic. You mean I was asking questions aggressively? No, no, your actions were. You were almost pushing everybody over. Lincoln you for got this idea. on video right he's saying I'm pushing people over yeah that's, that, that, that's, that's an that's absolute falsehood there were feet were, were shuffling so now it appeared that way that's what you're saying officer well, that's it appeared what, that's it was what I was pushing people well, I was I, I didn't touch a single person okay, that was a little bit aggressive for what was happening get that you got, it, you got you're under arrest please okay. take the microphone out of my face well oh, I, I'd like a, I'd like so, an ongoing okay, record so, okay, of this can I have the microphone can I have the microphone can I have the microphone can you give take your hand out. Why oh, no, am no, I no, under no, no, no. I'm just doing my like job. Resist. You don't need to resist, sir. I don't have. You don't have to say anything. You, want, you know. The, you know. You know. The truth. I, I have nothing to hide, okay. officer. Welcome to Black Faces Canada. This is what they do to journalists. I was merely scrumming, Minister Freeland. And a RCMP officer blocked me and evidently this is now a trumped-up charge of assault folks I didn't come here to cause any trouble. I came here to do my job And now I'm handcuffed This this is your Canada now folks, you know, this is the Gestapo taking blackface's orders outrageous and meanwhile The Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps is not a terrorist organization, is not a terrorist organization. And these Liberals have the audacity to show up at a vigil for a a plane in which almost 200 people were killed. 57 Canadians, one unborn child by the way. And look at this, they don't want, it is against the law in Black Faces Canada to ask insensitive questions impolite questions. So a a Canadian government that props up an Islamo-fascist regime, that's okay. But if you ask questions about that, uh, that's not okay. This is an absolute outrage. I didn't come here to cause trouble, folks. I just came here to ask questions. <laughs> they're That's my cameraman, yeah. sir. He's not doing anything. Yeah. No, I just want to provide some space so that everybody's safe here, okay?
0: Absolutely shocking, but you can see why that video has been seen, as I speak to you now, more than 10 million times. Not only the arrest of a journalist is shocking, but to see how he was assaulted and the police immediately lied about it, tried to gaslight him and make it seem like he did the assaulting when we all saw it on tape absolutely astounding so for today's show i would like to play for you a 45-minute conversation between david and i that we recorded a few hours ago but i thought this is worth making the ezra levant show so for the next 45 minutes or so please enjoy my conversation with david menzies i'm not sure if it is the right word because this is a terrible event but the fact that we managed to capture it fully on video hopefully can turn it you know lemons into lemonade here, take a look. As we'll my name, this is a Rebel News live stream. It's sort of an emergency live stream, as in it's based on events. I'm sitting next to our mission specialist, David Menzies, there's a reason for that. Yesterday, David Menzies was at a vigil for Persian Canadians because it's the anniversary of an Iranian government terrorist group shooting down a passenger jet killing dozens of canadians and when you were there you spied with your little eyes the deputy prime minister who had the audacity to show up at this vigil even though she refuses to declare the um this republican guard terrorist group a terrorist group set the scene and then we'll play the video that has received 10 million views overnight david First of all, thanks for taking the time here. Give us the background, then we'll go straight to the video.
1: Yes, indeed. uh, Back in January of 2020, the IRGC uh, shot down a Ukrainian um, civilian aircraft. 179 people killed, innocent civilians. Oh, and I'll add one more. uh, An unborn baby, which, of course, the left will never uh, um, uh, list as a a mortality. But um, in that death toll, 55 Canadians... Uh, most of them of Persian descent. And I can tell you, I went to the first vigil back in 2020, and it was very interesting because there were politicians of every political stripe and every level, municipal, uh, provincial, and federal showing up, with the notable exception of one, even though the, uh, the venue is actually in the riding of Richmond Hill. And the one person that didn't show up was Majid Johari. And I spoke to people there, And they said it's probably for his own well-being. Because Majid Johari, to this day, is a supporter of the Iranian regime. Uh, He has had secret meetings with Iranian government officials in Canada. And I'll tell you, Ezra, uh, I actually live within walking distance of the Richmond Hill Center for the Performing Arts. I've lived in Richmond Hill for 25 years now. There's a huge Persian minority there. I believe it's as much as 14% now. All the Persians I've met in this last quarter century there have been the greatest people. Uh, I have Persian friends. I go to Persian restaurants. I shop at Persian stores. All of them have fled the regime uh, for what happened back in 1979 with the uh, revolution and talk about buyer's remorse. All of them I admire except inexplicably the federal member of parliament, Majid Johari, and if you recall, in 2019, that was the closest riding in Canada. Costas wow. uh, Minigakis, the Conservative, um, he actually went to bed as the winner. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But um, when they counted the mail-in ballots, guess what?
0: So that's some background. You were there for the vigil. Yep. Uh, and who do you spy but the Deputy Prime Minister, Christian Freeland. Let's go to the video now. I want to show folks what happened when David spotted Christian Freeland, and he did or tried to do some journalism. Take a look at this.
1: Ms. Freeland, how come the IRDC is not a terrorist group? Why is your government supporting islamo Nazi? Mm-hmm. What? You've been a What are you doing? You're under hey, arrest for assault. Want, sir? Why are, are you pushing you me? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're under arrest You're for assault. Who are you? You're under arrest I for don't assault. Police. Police, you're under you're arrest. How am son. I under arrest? You bumped into me. You pushed into you me. Bumped, I was just scrubbing. I got my credentials here, and you just bumped into me. So excuse Police. me. You're under what arrest. Your you your what is your name 100%. in your bag? What is your name in your bag? You've been told you're under arrest. Why am I under arrest? I'm He, 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 he blocked my way. What? I was just screaming, I uh Christian Freeman. I'm, I'm a police officer, you're under arrest. What is I your name and your badge of you know? officer. How is that possible? Okay, because you assaulted me three years ago when blackface I was very aggressive You mean I was asking questions aggressively? No no, your actions were you were almost pushing everybody over. That's Lincoln, you for got I this hear. on video, right? He's saying I'm pushing people over. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's, that's an absolute that falsehood. There were uh, there were feet were So off, now on it appeared that way. That's what you're saying, officer. Well, it appeared that's 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 was I was pushing people. Well, I wasn't. I, I didn't saw. touch a single person. Okay, that was a little bit aggressive for what was happening. Okay. Get that. You get it. Get, you're under arrest. Please okay. Take the microphone out of my face. Well, oh, I, I'd like a, I'd like so an ongoing record of this. Can I have the microphone? Can I have the microphone? Can I have the microphone? Can you give? I'm not. Take your hand off. Why am I am just doing my like, job. Resist. You don't need to resist, sir. I don't you have to. You don't have to say anything. You, want, you know the... You know, you know the truth. I, I have nothing to hide, okay. officer. Welcome to Black Faces Canada this is what they do to journalists i was merely scrumming minister freeland and a rcmp officer blocked me and evidently this is now a trumped up charge of assault folks i didn't come here to cause any trouble i came here to do my job and now i'm handcuffed this this is your canada now folks you know this is the gestapo taking blackface's orders outrageous and meanwhile The Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps is not a terrorist organization, is not a terrorist organization, and these Liberals have the audacity to show up at a vigil for a a plane in which almost 200 people were killed, 57 Canadians, one unborn child, by the way. And look at this. They don't want, it is against the law, in Black Faces Canada to ask insensitive questions impolite questions so a government a canadian government that props up an islamo fascist regime that's okay but if you ask questions about that uh that's not okay this is an absolute outrage i didn't come here to cause trouble folks i just came here to ask questions that's my cameraman So he's not doing anything no i just want to provide some space so that everybody's safe here okay
0: Incredible video. First of all, congratulations Thank you. on keeping you cool. But I want to say something, and I, I can't help but chuckle. You were arrested. They were handcuffing you. There was half a dozen cops on you. And you kept, you kept working. You kept <laughs> asking them questions. You kept ta- You know, you did not stop. And I shouldn't be laughing because yeah. the whole thing is so atrocious. It's a bonfire of civil liberties. But David, the menzoid Menzies, <laughs> would, you know, you would not be stopped. And I got to tell you, not one in a thousand journalists would have had your self control and your dedication to mission. And uh, we're glad that you're free. Yeah. They did arrest you. They did, as you heard, that bully, that thug. I hear his nickname is the bouncer. <laughs> which, which uh, I heard that this morning. If I was a cop, I wouldn't be proud of that because no. uh, the stereotype of a bouncer is just a, a tough thug who pushes people around and gets kicks out of it. That's not what you want in policing, self-control. Believe it or not, it's actually the first uh, ingredient for policing. Uh, you kept your cool. Absol- absolute stitch-up, as the British yeah. would say. Entrapment. Um, gaslighting. They're goddamn liars. the The reason that has ten million views is because it's not just because you were arrested for doing journalism. That's shocking, but we all saw in real time how he tried to trip you. He bumped into you, yes. and then said you're under arrest for assault. And then the other cop with the beard made up this whole story about how you were pushing people around <laughs> and you were aggressive. It's their lies, their facility with lying, their ease of lying, their love for lying, their natural state, their default state is to lie. They really have taken after their boss, Justin Trudeau. Now, I should say the York Regional Police, uh, who uh, took you into custody, they obviously, I mean, you can tell me what they said in the cop car because I wasn't there. They obviously realized this was BS and let you go. Why don't you... So first of all, I just want to say all those things, but why don't you break some news today? What happened when you were in the cop car? Because we didn't have that on film.
1: Well, Ezra, it was surreal, actually, because, um, you know, they read the rights and oh they
0: did give you a caution uh, th- that's legal right. caution in and, the car and they
1: said you know you can ref- do you understand what we're saying and you know you can make a phone call to your lawyer uh-huh. and they originally said we're going to bring you down to the police station to i guess process me uh which is on major mckenzie i, I know richmond Hill very well after living there all these years and then they another police officer came up to them i couldn't hear where it was a conversation they went okay and you
0: were in the back of the car at this point were you handcuffed
1: yeah to their credit they allowed me to have my hands handcuffed here as opposed to behind my back because even though it's an suv it's an incredibly cramped space I have double hip replacement. Right, if I tried to wiggle my way into there, I, I could get really injured. Oh, yeah. So they allowed me, and I said, officers, I'm not going to run away. I'm not going to hurt you. And, and so they, they allowed me. It's outrageous
0: me. that they uh, handcuffed you. I want to say, yeah. it, it's outrageous that they arrested you. It's outrageous that they assaulted you, that they falsely imprisoned you, falsely uh, maliciously prosecuted. All these things are outrageous. But to handcuff you, yeah, no. there is no requirement to handcuff someone when arresting them. In fact, legally, they just have to put their hands on you and say you're under arrest. right. Um, in, in fact, they don't even have to do that.
1: Yes,
0: and for them to handcuff you is such a such a flourish, such a an abuse, such a theatrical, abusive move. And it was the RCMP, Was it the RCMP who cuffed you or the York Regional Police? I think it was the York Regional okay. Police. Okay, yeah. that's outrageous. Yeah. But so there was a conversation. You were in the back. You were cuffed. They were gonna take you down to headquarters, and then there was a conversation you didn't hear, and then what?
1: Then the uh, police cruiser um, starts to drive uh, north, and I know Major McKenzie is south. Uh. And we went to a school that had been dismissed, and we went to the back of the
0: school. Back of school? <laughs> What's going on?
1: I'm thinking, Ezra, uh, it, it, people know the uh, the legend of uh, the uh, so-called Cherry Beach Express, that the Toronto police used to bring uh, some people to uh, Cherry Beach area for a little uh, uh, physical interrogation. Wow. I'm Holy thinking, cow. that's what I'm thinking, because why, you know. Why would they take you to the back of a school? Yeah, and then they said, change of plans um, we're, um, we're going to release you here. uh, At the school? At the school. Uh, it was a short walk back, you know, it wasn't that far. And they said, uh, the reason is that the RCMP officer is, uh, has decided to decline to press charges. So, uh, we're going to let you go, which, which says a lot, I think, Ezra, because there were multiple eyewitnesses there, including members of law enforcement and uh, Trudeau security detail. Um, even if he declined to press charges, if they thought it was egregious enough what I did, and I did nothing, yeah. uh, they could still say, no, 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 uh, I eyewitnessed that, you know, that attack on Freelander, uh, if you consider, I don't know, the asking of impolite or insensitive yeah. questions an in attack. And then they said, you know, they took my ID and took it took down the notes and uh, I was free to go. And I, I walked back to the uh, Richmond Hill Center for the Performing Arts. I was told I've been trespassed there, which is inexplicable, Ezra, because if there's no criminal charge now, Uh, and why am I being trespassed? And, but, and who's, but Lincoln was trespassed too. I and think. says who? Says a cop? It says a cop. I, I said, listen, officer, I'll take out your word, but give me a name of who's trespassed. And they said, well, we don't have a name. I think but- they
0: just might be liars though, David. That's the <laughs> thing. What I mean, the first 45 years of my life, you would never find a more pro-police guy than me. I mean, I would find I would any hear- rationalization to justify what a cop did. I would say, sure, we saw him beat the tar out of a guy, but we probably didn't see what happened beforehand. I side with the cop. Like, I was so blindly pro-cop, and it was a source of pride for me, and I truly love cops. Now, I know there are some good cops out there, but after the what I saw with policing, first of all, during uh, the lockdowns of the pandemic, oh, and, and now how they bring coffee to Hamas protesters, yeah. but arrest you, and they beat you up. This, is a, this isn't the first time that you were roughed up by the PMO, RCMP security. I think they're wicked liars. We saw how easily they lied. Like it was... So natural to watch them lying to you. Oh, you were aggressive. You were pushing people over. You assaulted me. Like they said these lies. They're great actors. I can imagine how many times in court they've just perjured themselves to get a conviction. These guys, lying is in their nature. Yeah, you know, 2024 hasn't got
1: off on the right foot in terms of policing. You mentioned uh, the Toronto police on Saturday at the Avenue Road Bridge, uh, which is in a heavily Jewish area. That's why they go to that bridge, the pro Hamas demonstrators. Uh, you know, suddenly the Toronto police transitioned from cop to Uber Eats driver, yeah. giving them Timbits and, uh, and, and coffees. And it's funny, one of the common comments I see in the uh, streams, uh, Ezra, is uh, Menzies, this is on you. You should have been chanting genocide. group. identifiable
0: <laughs> you, you know, they wouldn't have touched <laughs> you then. Now let's talk about Christian Freeland, that smirking, twitchy oh, uh, granddaughter of a Nazi, celebrator of Nazis. I think her grandfather, who was a a legit Nazi, um, expropriated a a Jewish newspaper from a Jew in the Holocaust and turned it into a Nazi propaganda rag. And then Christy Freeland, I don't blame her for what her grandfather did before she was even born, but she tried to hide it and cover it up. And then she celebrated that Nazi um, uh, Yaroslav Hanka in parliament. Yes. And so to watch her smirk Mm. as you were arrested on her behalf Yes, is so gross. And uh, unless it's happened in the last 15 minutes we've been on air, she has not yet apologized. Mm-hmm. She has not disavowed. She has not said anything. And um, I think Christia Freeland is so gross. I mean, she's gross in a number of ways. But you might not remember this, but four years ago, uh, the governments of Canada and the United Kingdom had something called a Media Freedom Conference. Oh, I
1: remember that. And well. Sheila
0: Gunn-Reed and I went over there. Yeah. And if you can believe it, Christia Freeland was the co-chair of this conference. <laughs> so Sheila and I were over there in London at this freedom, press freedom conference. Yes. Christian Freeland gives a speech and then she has a press conference. So Sheila wants to go. Yes. And Christian Freeland says, no, not you. At a media freedom conference, now, in the only time I can remember this happening, the other reporters there said, if you don't let her in, we're not
1: going. That was incredible. And let's make no bones. Those were foreign journalists uh, coming to bat for you, not the Canadian. They mainstream. were
0: Canadians stationed overseas, so they weren't part of the Ottawa mindset. Gotcha. Okay. But how gross a person are you? You literally give a speech at a media freedom conference, but like these cops, you're a total inveterate liar. You're a total genetic liar. And so the second you're off the stage talking about media freedom, you're banning and censoring journalists. She is a depraved, morally depraved, amoral, zombie fascist, just like her Nazi grandfather. I couldn't
1: have said it any better. And there's an added level of perversity here when it comes to Fraulein, Freeland, Ezra, and it's this once upon a time before she got into politics she was a journalist
0: if you call what she did journalism it's ba- it was basically <laughs> so, like, she was the official biographer to george soros oh. i don't know if you know that so that's not really journalism it's propaganda yeah. um <laughs> i want to show you um two tweets if i may because this is like let me just check right now sure um how many uh views the video has got i mean I, a few moments ago it was 10 million Wow. And which is just incredible overnight. Even in the time we've been talking, 100,000 more views. So 10.1 million views. Just 100,000 just since you and I were talking. I sat down here and I showed you it was 10 million. Now it's 10.1 million. It's really gaining half a million an hour or more. And that's because it shows the truth of your arrest. It shows these wicked lying RCMP deceivers. And... So far, not a single mainstream media outlet has published on this. Uh, True North has, Western Standard has. um, Obviously we have. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm leaving what Epoch Times has. But other than that, no. Now, I I should mention I've been reached out to by the Globe and Mail and the CBC. So I expect, yeah, first time that's happened in years. Uh, So I'm optimistic, but you know, in a way, this is proof proof of citizen journalism and social media. You're a citizen journalist asking a question about uh, the liberals refusing to ban this terrorist group, the yeah. Islamic Republican Guard Corps. That's IG, uh, IRGC. Right. But in a way, I don't even care if the CBC or the Global Mail coverage, I mean, I'm glad they are, let me say that. But when 10.1 million people, that is more than the combined audience of all the TV stations, all the radio stations, and all the newspapers in this country. There's not 10.1 people million people watching the CBC. It's more like a quarter million. Yeah. And there's not 10.1 <clears throat> million people reading newspapers. It's it's maybe a couple million in the whole country combined. So, um, yeah, I'm glad that the racing media is catching if, up.
1: I, I think the numbers are important because I think this is the reason why the likes of the Global and Mail and the CBC, I would argue, are reluctantly covering this. You can't ignore you know, that 800 pound gorilla in the room. I mean, it's it's going around the world. It's being talked about all around the world. Uh, they're almost, you know, shamed into covering this. And, you know, I got to tell you, Ezra, in a way this was very much deja vu, as you well know, back in December, 2021, Lincoln Jay and I, that's the uh, ace videographer we have on staff. We went down to a downtown Toronto restaurant and the context was this, it was early December, And Trudeau had issued a statement saying, you know, because COVID is so dire, please don't get together with friends and family for Christmas. Okay, but again, one rule for thee, one rule for me. He's holding a $1,700 plate fundraiser at the Brickworks uh, restaurant. And Lincoln and I, unlike the mainstream media who were... uh, uh, welcomed in uh, via red carpet. We stood outside in the cold because blackface is always at least an hour late. And we're on a public sidewalk. And I see the video rolling right now. I'm chatting uh, with uh, his security detail. Here comes the entourage, typically eight big eight cylinder fossil fuel burning (laughs) vehicles. No no EVs or plug-in hybrids here, Ezra. And look, uh, without any kind of identification, Uh, I am manhandled. They bring me down the sidewalk. This is all a public sidewalk. And they, uh, again, they, why why do they always do this? Uh, They did it yesterday. They smashed my head into a fence or onto an SUV hood. Uh, I don't get it. In any event, the reason why we were there, I knew we'd only get um, a chance to ask uh, Trudeau one question, and it was, Mr. Prime Minister, why the double standard? Why are you telling Canadians not to get together with friends and family at Christmas, but you're packing them in like sardines? Oh, there was no social distancing yeah. that night. Yeah, now the we're... guy
0: with the, the, the cap on, Yes. I think he's bald. Is that the same guy who assaulted you yesterday? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. Um, but I noticed that you asked that uh, dollar store Kojak uh, for his name <laughs> and his badge <laughs> number repeatedly, and he refused. Yeah. Which, first of all, shows cowardice. Second of all, shows that he, he's not a rule follower. Third of all, it shows that he's a rogue cop. And a, I would call him a dirty cop.
1: I, I agree. And I think going back to that event, I mean, it, it's something I can't prove unless uh, Trudeau fessed up himself. I really believe, Ezra, that Trudeau saw me on that sidewalk. He knows who we are. I have the Rebel News mic flash, for goodness sake. I have my trademark hat on. And I really believe he said to a security detail, boys, give him the works. Because... Why on earth would um, Royal Canadian Mounted Police officers on their own volition, yeah. jump out of the SUVs yeah. and rough me up like that?
0: Well, I think that um, the RCMP uh, VIP security detail, the bodyguards, yeah. they have hung out with Trudeau so much and they have drunk the Kool-Aid. And instead of being a professional police force, they are his personal yeah. errand boys. And you're very identifiable in a number of reasons, including your hats. And they just, oh, David Menzies, let's go beat him up. They don't have the courage to take on 100 Hamas protesters. They're not uh, brave enough for that. But they'll take on a fellow like you, who, as you mentioned, has two artificial hips, and you're a journalist, and you don't fight back. So they're very, very courageous beating you up. I should tell our viewers that we're suing those cops for what they did uh, at the Brickworks restaurant two Christmases ago. And I had a call late last night. With one of our best lawyers named Sarah Miller, she's great, and I know her work because she has defended a number of cases for the Democracy Fund, including a very difficult case involving Pastor Arthur Pavlovsky. And Pavlovsky was convicted of keeping his church open during the lockdowns. Mm. He lost at trial. That's a tough when you when you lose a trial and you appeal, the odds are against you. Mm. But uh, Sarah Miller got that overturned three to zero in a precedent-setting case. It was a huge victory. I've I've watched her work. I've read her work, and she. I talked to her at length yesterday, and I want to tell our viewers that just because the cops say they're done with you, mm. doesn't mean mm-hmm. we're done with the cops, especially that dirty Kojak. Yeah, and so we'll wait until the legal documents are finalized. Sarah, you know, we only gave her the file last night. Obviously, it only happened yesterday afternoon. Yep. But in my mind, I see a false arrest mm-hmm. charge, obviously. Yes. Malicious prosecution, even though you were only, they were only proceeding against you for probably an hour. Mm-hmm. It was still false. False okay. imprisonment when you were arrested, handcuffed, and put in the back of a car and then dumped off at a school. <laughs> and, of course, you yourself were the one who was assaulted. And that last one really bugs me because, like I say, they didn't need to handcuff you. They didn't need to smash your face against a wall. Like, literally, what was that other than their abusiveness? I think they violated your physical, the rights to physical integrity. And remember, all of this was done in the context of you doing legitimate public interest journalism in a public place, yeah. on a public person, the deputy prime minister, on a very important cause. So I think your charter rights were violated as well including your freedom of the press you were, you are a journalist so those dirty cops may be done with you but as god is my witness we are not done with them mm. and i'm gonna leave the details to the expert sarah yes. miller but it is my plan to sue these dirty cops to infinity to sue them until Jesus returns and brings <laughs> with him, um, you know, the second coming. Am I going to live that long? <laughs> well, whatever it is, we will pursue these yeah. dirty bastards like. until the end, especially those two wicked liars. Yeah. The Kojak guy who is the thug, the bully, the bouncer, as his nickname is. And the bearded manipulator, the gaslighter, who said, oh, you were pushing everyone around. You were aggressive. <laughs> you wicked liar. You grotesque liar. You, 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 imposter. That is, he was acting as a criminal, not as a cop. And, I and, never If I may, um, could you imagine
1: if that was just me with, like, say, a tape recorder, no video, um, We're we're toast. It's it's, we, you know, when I hear viewers uh, pitch stories to us and, you know, something going sideways uh, with uh, law enforcement or security, the very first thing I say is, do you have video? And when they say no, I said, this is going to be a Herculean effort. Yeah. He said, she said, yeah. And that is the society we live yeah. in right now. It's almost as, as though if it's not on video, it did not well, happen. Well, as the kids
0: say, Pixar, it didn't happen. Yeah. And that's why we should take a minute to give kudos to Lincoln J. Yes. Uh, your videographer who has been with you in so many of these dramatic moments. and. <laughs> um, and keeps his cool and keeps that camera rolling. And, uh, I mean, I'm chuckling again that you kept doing journalism even after you were arrested. You know, I was surprised, Ezra, because usually when you are under arrest, they right away take
1: away, uh, like, everything. Your, your, your cell phone, your wallet, your wristwatch, everything. And uh, here I am still doing journalism, and I think, you know, in the back of my head is, how long can I rag the puck? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you know, no, you're, yeah. you are
0: you, you did such a great yeah. job there. I, I want to yeah. say that, um, There were a couple of cops next to you. One cop, I'm going to describe him as a black man. Yes. um, Who was with the York Regional Police. He seemed actually not thrilled with with what was going on. He seemed to be reluctant. He helped get your stuff back together. He was like, uh, do you have any words about the York Regional Police? Because it, it seems to me that the two thugs basically wanted to arrest you, but the York Regional Police said, There's no arrestable matter here. Yeah,
1: um, uh, that officer you speak of, um, I got that impression too, that he was downright embarrassed this was happening. And I I found him to be a nice guy. I talked to him briefly when I was released. Um, these guys have been dispatched, you know, to bring me to the police cruiser. The York regional police officer I have contempt for is the guy in the back, the plain clothes. Oh, uh, uh, I oh, guess he's he should...
0: York. Is he York? Regional? Oh, I thought yes, he was he an RCMP.
1: No, he is York regional because he was, as you said, Ezra, he was lying. Through he was his the team. liar.
0: Okay. I didn't know he was York regional. He is York regional. Yeah. Okay. So the, he, yeah, you know what? Isn't that funny? I thought he was RCMP based on, um, his attire. And, and we should point out that, you know, and, and like you,
1: I, I like to back the blue, and yeah. I think most cops, I really do, are hardworking men and women. Yeah. And, and they've got a tough job. I mean, when you're dealing with hooligans, gangbangers, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you put your life on the line sometimes. But with York Regional Police, and I've had good experiences with them, but I had a really bad one, yeah. if you recall, back... Ron I think McLean. Ron Mc- Can you imagine, Ron... Like, forget about blackface, the yeah. prime minister. Ron McLean yeah. is royalty, and yeah. that was when I was manhandled, physically assaulted. That's also yeah. a case, yeah. Yeah, because they didn't want... Uh, this Judas being asked questions, yeah. Yeah. uh, police, post, yeah. it,
0: police are really becoming woke. They're being colonized uh, by, by right. politics. And I think it's a disgrace to the profession. Now, um, I'm, I'm mindful of the time is 1241 Eastern time. Yes. And I know that you have a series of other interviews lined up, including in the United States. Yes. Um, Now, you're starting to get some Canadian invitations, I think.
1: Yes, uh, typically from the independent media. So, um, you know, Mark Petroni at uh, Saga 960 and him and Richard Serrett are kicking out of the ballpark. Uh, Andrew Lawton at True North, of course. And um, I'm sure I'm forgetting one or two. But, yeah, um, and I'm happy to give my time and tell the story. And really, Ezra, doesn't the video tell the story? And I'll tell you why. We have millions of fans and supporters. That's undeniable. But we also have our haters. And I can't tell you the number of comments I've read, and this speaks to how egregious what happened to me was yesterday, that say, I'm not a fan of Rebel News. I'm not a fan of um, Ezra Levant. I'm not a fan of uh, David Menzies. But,
0: you
1: know, and it's the but, but holy cow, this is so... Uh, beyond the pale, yeah. that uh, I have to call it out. It's garbage.
0: Yeah, I, I've noticed that as well. I mean, it really is more than ninety nine percent supportive. Uh, I can. There, there are a couple of people who um, like. Like, it's it's so overwhelming because again, there's no need for commentary. I mean, we're yeah. we're chatting about it because it's an interesting thing to us. Um, but you just watch the raw video and you know exactly what happened. Um, when you do these other shows, let me invite you to tell people that they can help you. And here's why. Mm. Um, I have been suing the federal government for years. (laughs) Uh, I think we have seven lawsuits right now against Justin Trudeau in various capacities. And in every single case, the government lawyers up hugely. Uh, Typically, a rebel versus Trudeau legal battle is one or two lawyers on our side versus four, five, six, seven lawyers on the seven. other side. Last time I was in court, I think there were seven lawyers on the other side. Um, money's no object for them. Of course, because it's our money. And so, and they have the Justice Department, and they sometimes do both. They have a Justice Department lawyer, plus they use tax dollars to hire an outside expert firm. Like, it's astonishing. <laughs> and if we sue the dirty cops here, um, both police forces and Christian Freeland, They are probably gonna spend a million dollars pushing back. There's no way that they would roll over on this. So how do we fight that David and Goliath battle? Well, we set up Mm -hmm. the website called standwithdavid.com. And um, Sarah Miller is not expensive, but she's not cheap. Mm -hmm. And this will be a long battle Mm -hmm. because they're gonna fight us on everything. So if you can remember on these, just say, folks, if you wanna help me, we do need to crowdfund my legal defense at standwithdavid.com because we really do need that help um, and it's very exciting right now but six months 12 months 18 months from now when we're really in the thick of the lawsuit that's when the bills will start to rack up so we really need folks help now
1: and and i'm just so honored that our audience would contribute again going back to our haters as what i always find perversely ironic they'll obviously say oh there goes rebel news uh, begging again wait a minute I believe this is the most honest way of fundraising there is. Absolutely. We're not taking government money. If you like us, you know, and uh you know and you can you're in a position to give a few bucks, great. If you don't, you can still watch most of our content. Yeah. But the mainstream media takes it out of your uh, bank account assuming it's not frozen that is
0: yeah, sure. uh, every 2 weeks. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The average gift to Rebel News is $58. And I mention that because first of all, you will never know who the donors are. Yep. I don't check who's given 58 bucks. Um, so so you're guided only by your conscience mm. and, and, and serving the viewer. There's no one big oligarch benefactor who you have to please. And um, we, we take no government money. We, we're not part of a corporate conglomerate. Um, we don't have a, an angel oligarch investor. It is the most honest way to operate. And when I was growing up, when I went to law school, I guess that's 30 years ago now, I would read cases about free speech battles in the courts. Mm. And there was always a lawyer, a top civil liberties lawyer, that was hired by a consortium of broadcasters. So there would be one excellent lawyer, and CTV and Global and CBC and the Toronto Star and the Globe and Mail would each chip in, let's say, a couple grand, enough to put together a little kitty, and they would send a top gun civil liberties lawyer to court to seek intervener status and say, your honor, I'm here on behalf of the whole industry. I'm here on behalf of a bunch of competitors who disagree on everything except for, we've got to defend freedom of the press. That's how it used to be. You can look back at all these cases and there was a lawyer for what they called the consortium. And it was basically, every time there was a free speech battle, everyone in the industry knew they had to pony up a couple of grand because that way, all for one and one for all, Everyone believed in free press. And that way it didn't fall to one company. That has not happened in over a decade. And so who will fill the void? Who went to court to bust down their ban on rebel news at the leaders debate? Well, we had to do that on our own. There was no interveners there. Who went to court? to fight for my book, The Libranos. We were there by ourselves. Who's gonna take these uh, cops on? This morning I checked the Canadian Association of Journalists, Canadian Journalists for Free Expression, Canadian Civil Liberties Association, Amnesty International, Penn Canada, and the Committee for the Protection of Journalists. I checked six different organizations. None of them had anything to say about your case. None of them. Do you think if Stephen Harper had arrested a CBC journalist, they'd be silent? Oh. There'd be a royal
1: commission. And Ezra, you know, isn't it scary how quickly things have changed? Because as you well know, before Rebel News, before there was Sun News, you were the publisher of the Western Standard. You were one of the brave individuals in North America to actually publish that Muhammad uh, caricature. <laughs> And that resulted in uh, a human rights uh, commission shakedown, of course. But back then, uh, and, and I can't remember who went to bat for you, but there were those in the mainstream media, if not financially supporting you, saying, "No, he has every right to do." If you publish that cartoon today, I don't think that support yeah. would be there. At oh, absolutely all. not.
0: In fact, they would be the ones uh, calling for the prosecution. Yeah. I um we got to go in about five minutes because gotcha. we got to get you ready for the series of interviews you're yes. doing. Thanks for, it's great to see you. It's great to see and, you. And um, I was in the middle of some dental surgery yesterday. <laughs> I get the phone call from you. Yeah. And I'm sorry it was not more available yesterday, but thank yeah. God you're okay. Uh, and we will... They started this fight. We will finish it. I swear on, a, as, on the altar of God that we will take this the distance I am. I will do... I will spend my last dollar on this, but hopefully I won't have to do that. Hopefully our viewers don't want you to will do help. That well, you know, I will never let this go. And-, and Thank you, Ezra. And, well, you know what? I just, I just won't. I just won't. And it would be great if other people helped, but I, I have to tell you that th- there's nothing more important than this. We all saw exactly what happened. We all saw the lying, the gaslighting. We all saw the false arrest, the false imprisonment. We all saw the assault. We all saw that smirking, fascist walk by and if that doesn't prick people to action well then by god i don't know what does i want to show a couple of tweets okay because there is a politician i want to give some credit to can you call up pierre polyev's two Mm. tweets on the subject so last night his tweet is and he did this late at night 11 p.m but fair enough i mean at least he did it was the first politician to do it he said he retweeted the video This is the state of freedom of the press in Canada in 2024 after eight years of Trudeau. Nailed it. And and scroll down. I want to see the view count on this. 1.7 million views. So good for him. People are (laughs) obviously attentive. And then just um, at 12.03, just after we started our broadcast, Mm. he had a follow-up tweet, which I think showed a, a little bit more courage. He was leaning into it. Well, the first one was, listen, give the guy credit. Yep. And then at 12.03 Eastern Time today, he said this. A journalist was arrested for questioning a liberal minister, and the parliamentary press gallery doesn't say a word.
1: Not surprised. Trudeau
0: has divided media into two groups, those he's bought off with bailouts and those he censors and has arrested.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sign so here to support a free press. And and that tweet has over 1, 100,000 views, um, and it's not In even than an, than an hour. hour. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So this tells me that like on so many other issues the government is out of step with the zeitgeist of the people and it's a flicker of hope and i know that andrew uh, aaron o'toole or andrew sheer would have been much more reticent about oh my god it's rebel news <laughs> and and hopefully the conservative party will get over that a bit i saw another conservative MP whose name i can't recall tweeted I was. Talk- I spoke to the same journalist, and I didn't need to call the cops. Did you see that one today? No, I did not. There was. No. I. I just. You know what? I'll, I'll dig that. This. Oh, we've got that one here. Anna oh, Roberts. I forget okay. where she's the MP from. She said the same reporter questioned me at the same event, and I didn't need him to be arrested. How many views <laughs> on that one? That's a great one. That's good. Forty-two thousand. Good for her for saying that. A bit of a sense of humor there too. So, um, listen. We are. We have only just begun to fight, 100%. and. Um, I'm going to keep our viewers posted. I I know Sarah Miller's work, I mean, I'm just really excited that she's taken this file. Um, it's Tuesday, we have to get a few more facts together and we got to make sure we, we cover the bases on the law. But I expect that we will be filing this lawsuit this week. Mm. And when that happens, I can assure you, I will publish the full, I mean, you'll obviously have to approve this because you will be a plaintiff as will Rebel News. Um, I think we got to sue all the cops and Christia Freeland. Mm um i think there's at least i think i can think of five causes of action as the lawyers would say and we'll publish the lawsuit because we will need help for it because i know that already when you've got 10 million views they know they're in trouble and i want to get these bad guys i want to stand up for freedom of the press and against dirty cops you know what you need to throw out the bad apples before they rot the whole barrel. And what I saw, there was a couple of dirty cops who were going to rot the whole barrel. So we do need help at stand with David.com. We've got about three minutes left before we have to go. Um, you're doing a bunch of shows today. I think you're doing the Ingram angle on Fox. Correct, yes. You're doing Breitbart uh, radio. Maybe I hope so. Yep. I think newsmax reached out to you. Correct. Yes. You're doing saga 960. You do uh, Mark Patroni, Richard Surrett, probably, uh, I've had some inquiries from the CBC and the Global Mail. I just had an inquiry from John Oakley's okay. show. So oh, the media is, is waking up. Adrian Humphreys from the National Post just emailed me while we're on the show here. So I think even our competitors in the regime media realize this is a big story. And frankly, they can get on board or not. 10 million people have gotten their news elsewhere. In fact, I checked. It was 10.1 million last week. And, and the reason I'm pointing about this is it's just the raw footage, but people are so f- infuriated by it. I should tell you we're at 10.3 million views just in the last hour, another 200,000.
1: And you know something, Ezra, at the end of the day, what a PR disaster for Blackface because he came there to curry favor with the Persian-Canadian community, you know, to, uh, first of all, I can't believe he or any other federal uh, ministers showed their face because it's been four years and no action on the IRGC. And even what Blackface said yesterday, we'll uh, look at methods will consider putting the irgc well what's the look at yeah. you're, you're 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 a prime minister with a de facto majority government and there's been years
0: uh, to consider things <laughs> I know. he's just a wicked liar and <laughs> and you can see a fish rots from the head down the dirty yeah. cops who protect him obviously are mimicking him well what do you think of that that's our show for today until tomorrow on behalf of all of us here at rebel world headquarters to you at home good night keep fighting for freedom.